Welcome back to Adventures of a Hot Wife featuring me, sexy soccer mom and hot soccer daddy. Today's episode um, is all about the fans. I get probably hundreds of messages a day and questions that you all want to know. And so we've compiled a list of the most popular questions that we get and we are going to answer and address those today. And we did this very early on in the podcast, a little Q&A session. And we do have some of the same questions, but a lot of new ones. So we figured it's been a while. Let's leave it up to you guys. Let's talk about what you want to know. So here we go. We, we took the most popular questions and we're going to give you some answers. So Hot Soccer Daddy, where, where are we starting with this? Let's just start in order. Okay. And I think this question here, you know, there was no context behind it, but how many men at one time is what it says. How many men have you had at one time or how many would you have or do you want to? How about all three of those? All right. Well, currently the most I've been with at one time is two. So tag team on me. How many do I want? Hmm. I would love probably to be in the middle of like three or four guys. Um, with just all of their attention on me. We've talked about this before. Um, What's our new term? I'm a spoiled princess, not a narcissistic bitch. I'm a spoiled princess. I want all the attention. Um, I want men to worship me and please me all at the same time. So I would definitely be in the middle of three or four. Now I would even right now, I'm really leaning towards the idea of like an orgy. So women there too. So like just a bunch of people. And if it comes down to that, I don't really know how many guys. I mean, a group <laughs> would be awesome. Um, I want to experience that. I want to be fucking while I'm like listening to other people fucking. And I want to look around and see, you know, a girl getting eaten out while another woman sucking a guy's cock and someone else is getting fucked and I want to hear it all and like experience it all. So let's say sky's the limit right now. Let's see what we can get into. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm over here smiling right now because that I'm, I'm blown away by the answer. And I know recently we've talked about doing, you know, group stuff and then foursome, you've done the threesome, but before... It, that was a non-starter. That was like a no. Oh, that's kind of gross. And you, you, there was like zero interest in it. And it wasn't. It wasn't even zero interest. It was like no. I don't want to do that. I'm a liter- liberated woman now. Oh, I'm telling you, <laughs> two guys. It was never really an interest. And they're like, I don't know. There could be, however many. This has all definitely opened up my eyes and horizons to what I like and what's fucking hot and what I kind of want to try out and be a part of. And yeah, you're right. I never was into the orgy thing. I remember we were joking one time and you were like, oh yeah, I'll just like set up a gangbang for you and all these guys will show up. And I was like, don't you dare. No way. And now I'm like, "Mm, okay, when? (laughs) Let's do this. Hot wifing has been great for you because it's your kink, but it's definitely been great for me as I realize what kind of fun is out there? But yeah, I think that that growth or just like the exploration side of it, that we, it was more of an unintended uh, benefit, I guess you can call it, because I've learned a ton and have like gained some new interests and stuff like that also uh, that I never thought they even existed in some scenarios. But um, 
was never an interest. What would that be for you? Uh, the rope comes to mind. I okay, think that the that's, ropes I that think we've that's been the doing. first one that comes to mind. And then, you know, like I, I don't, I, I wouldn't say I was opposed to it, to the idea, but I don't think it was one of those things that was like, oh, I want to see that. And that's the group stuff. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Like I'm excited to see it. Yeah, it's intriguing, right? Like it, it, it's, it's probably intriguing. so overwhelming, but like, oh my god, so hot. No, and I like feel myself getting fucking hard right now even talking <laughs> about it because I got like these images in my head of kind of you and other people, and it's just this this big pile of bodies. That's what I want. You know, I just want to look around and like see people getting fucked and hear it and like, oh shit, she's riding that cock and like. What do you call a pile of bodies? Like you know, you have. A group of monkeys is called this, a school of fish, you know. A good time. (laughs) (laughs) A pile of bodies is called a good time. I can't disagree with that. (laughs) It sounds wonderful. I mean, that's what I'm going to call it. Look at that. We're not even out of one question. And And you've already got a a hard cock. (laughs) Immediately. Yeah, that was pretty quick. I like that. All right, so uh, I think that answered that question. Yes, I'm hoping for all the men, <laughs> three or four in me, and then in a group situation. Like, I don't know how many is too much, just because I've never been in a group situation before. I'm sure there will be that number where it's like, hey, you know what? This number is fantastic, but anything more than that, it gets messy or overwhelming. So I'm kind of anxious to find out what that is for me and, and what I do like in that scenario you know another thing too that what you had just said right there kind of we talked about this last time too a little bit but um the the willingness to try Mm -hmm. and like okay whatever it's what's the worst thing that could happen it's something i don't like but i would never know my mouth that's the worst thing But, but like but here you are and immediately after that you're like nope i'm not doing this anymore and and then you immediately were just like okay what's next yeah all right that was that experience you know, and well, we're moving on. And I feel like we've had such a hard time setting up experiences, like not even just hot wife dates, but like groups. Like I wouldn't even know where to start with that right now because we just don't have that network yet. Yeah. You know, we're still, we're still babies. Yeah, for sure. In the hot wife world, in the content creation world, we just don't have that network. So then when I do talk to other content creators and they do groups and orgies and I'm just like, fuck, I'm jealous. Yeah. Like, I'm so jealous like that you can find the people to do it and it sounds so hot and like i want to get there i want to get to that level where we are doing stuff like that like i listen to other podcasts and and they're doing it and it's like okay shit how do how do we get to that level where we're doing orgies and groups all the time yeah and that would be a ton of fun especially if you find the right group and you get comfortable with each other and it's like a regular you truly just have fun and like you know, in time, I think it would be awesome, too, to just, like, hey, it's Sunday. Let's go watch football at the bar with these people. And it doesn't even need to be, like, an adult date, you well, know, you've where we're talked about that for a long else. time, actually. You, yeah. You've said for a long time, like, I think that would really be cool to meet people that were into sexually and, like, have a good time. But that we also just become really good friends with. And it's like, let's go grab some drinks. Like, yeah. let's, and you know what? Yeah, let's go watch a football game at a bar and then. If you happen to leave with this person or this person or whatever happens, happens. But I just want them to genuinely people we 
we want to hang out with first. Absolutely. Too. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, that would that would be, I think, best case scenario in my mind. Yeah, you yeah. you have said that for a while. And then if there's a bunch of like, if we have groups and there's like, however many of us, I'm saying like, hey, whatever, it's Orgy Sunday, right? Like, let's go fuck around and have fun. Yeah. You know? And we've talked about going like on a group cruise. Like that would be we've talked fun. about like actual lifestyle cruises, but like even just going with people that we're like cool with like that. Like, okay, let's go have fun, and then yeah, it's like we don't need to do the public stuff or whatever. But yeah. yeah, like hey, we're gonna go bounce the rooms now. Yeah. Do our own middle, little mini takeover. That would be a ton of fun. We need some friends. <laughs> if you're into the groups, let us know. We're trying Let's to set it up. Let's make that happen. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're still not past the first question. <laughs> Did you play soccer? That's a very common question, isn't That's it? It's such a random question, but I, I probably get that daily. And no context behind it, just like, did you ever play soccer? And I guess it's because my name is Soccer Mom, which was intended as like, I am a soccer mom. Like I'm a milfy mom that could be at your child's soccer games. Not that I'm a mom who plays soccer, but I guess I can see where people were would like confuse that. However, yes, I did play soccer in high school only. Wasn't great at it. Wasn't horrible. But you know what's funny is I was the enforcer. So when they wanted someone taken out of the game, they put me in. <laughs> I'm like, they're like, okay, go. And I was that player that would come in and slide tackle and just like take bitches out. Or I would sit there and just run my mouth the entire game. I probably got red carded every single time I played, but that was like my purpose. So basically, they didn't have enough girls show up for tryouts. And they're like, okay, this bitch sucks. She's no, no good. And she's kind of missing some screws upstairs. <laughs> she's the one that's going to start shit. No, you know what's funny is like, I had never played before. Like, my siblings played. I'd always been around sports, but I never played soccer. And I went to the tryout and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not even going to make the JV team. And somehow I was like, busting out shit that I didn't even know I could do. Even one of my girlfriends was like, where the fuck did all that come from? I had no idea. I ended up making the team. And then they were probably like, wow, she sucks. Like that was a one-time thing. But I was a cheerleader in high school. I know, big surprise. And so everyone thought I was going to be like all sweet and I don't know, just kind of la la la. And then they watch me play and they're like, oh shit, this bitch is aggressive. She has some anger issues. And so that became my job. They were like, hey, we need you to go in there and fuck with them, get in their head, run your mouth, and then take them out when need be. And my dad loved it. He loved it. <laughs> he would just sit I on the sidelines totally and like see it too. laugh his ass off at everything I was saying. And then like, he would just wait for me to get red carded and go sit by him for the rest of the game because it truly was like an every game thing. So yes, I did play soccer. I actually loved it. Wasn't super great at it, but loved it. But the name sexy soccer mom is more intended that like, yes, I am that MILF sitting at the soccer field watching her kids and um, that type of fantasy. And I still have some screws missing. Yeah. My anger issues have gotten a little better though. I've learned to control it a little more. I don't like lash out and fucking side tackle people anymore, but 
Well, you haven't played soccer in a long time either, so that's still kind of maybe not a valid answer. But it is funny because, like, I mean, my friends kind of know. Like, I have girlfriends that mess around, and they're just like, yeah, you would definitely be the first one in jail. Like, they see it in me. I've definitely got some passion in there. Yeah, I've seen that a few times, once or twice. Moving on. Um, What or how... Do we find bulls? Like what apps, I think, is what, what this question was in reference so to. So we've talked about that in previous episodes. Um, yeah, it's it's a variety of them, Yeah, really. social media. I mean, we've found a couple off Reddit. We found a couple off of OnlyFans. Uh, that Field or Feld or whatever. Cassidy. Uh, Cassidy. We were talking about with this last one, though, with the cancellation and then the, the not-so-great experience, how maybe yeah. like social media platforms are not the way to go anymore. So I think we are also reevaluating where we're going to find bulls. We're not going to completely give up the apps and the social media, but I think we definitely want to lean more towards maybe finding them at content creation events or lifestyle events or through word of mouth. Um, Definitely still love the reviews on Cassidy, love the Yelp reviews. We have a date set up in the next Uh, coming weeks yes and he's a cassidy guy i believe (sighs) i can't remember he had reviews (laughs) so oh yeah that's right i think he's a cassidy guy yeah it must be so we'll see hopefully he restores my faith in social media apps for bulls because lately our luck hasn't been great some redemption (laughs) yeah i know i'm a little nervous are you yeah, especially after you just explain how you will fuck some shit up when you get pissed. You know and that. I'm going to be on that. the receiving end of it if I fuck this one up now. No, now I'm not like physically aggressive. I'm just a bitch. Like I just, I can be mean. I admit that. But it doesn't happen often. No, I'm usually not the beneficiary of you being a complete bitch. I mean, sometimes I am, but you recover quickly. You were last week. <laughs> I was the whipping boy last week. And it's been really hit and miss, I think, on each one. Um, sometimes we, we've had success on every one of them, yeah. I think. And then I think we've also had maybe not so good experiences on every one of them, too. Yeah, we've definitely had a, a cancellation on every one or something kind of backfire, misfire. Yeah. So I couldn't say one's better than the other or anything like that. But the one thing, like you said, that we haven't done yet that, that I think we will and we want to is to go out to these events and actually network people or network with people face-to-face well, in person. That's like what I was going to say. I'm kind of wondering if like I have to rethink my strategy of like not meeting them at all before talking to them because lately that's not working. Like, so I'm like, oh, do I have, like, maybe I should text with them for a little bit. Maybe we should meet for a drink first. Maybe, like, our vetting process does need to include some kind of interaction beforehand because the last few where there's been nothing haven't turned out so great. So I am starting to rethink that. And, like, maybe I need to text with them and hope to God they don't annoy me or maybe we need to, like... (laughs) Good luck. I know. Maybe we need to meet for a drink first. I don't know. Um, I think I want to see how this one that we have set up goes, and that's going to kind of make my decision on to whether or not I change the way I approach these dates. Yeah, this one guy that we actually do have a date with, he is 
He's been pretty persistent. I think we've been talking to him for a little while, and it's just the schedules haven't linked up. And, um, you know, there was a period of time where I just totally forgot, completely forgot, and dropped the ball there. But he's been receptive to the, hey, man, I get it, life happens sort of thing. And uh, so I'm hopeful, and he wants to be a recurring thing and stuff like that. You know, I'm hopeful. So, but again, it's like, fingers crossed yeah you know you just hope everything works out and it's it's uh like the previous ones that have been really good and like hell yeah that was awesome we just we always go in hoping for the best and i always go in excited this is the fun part you go in excited but i mean we got into this because it's your kink like we both always go in excited so clean slate hoping for some good news here and then Oh, and also at the end of the day too, yeah, it's my kink and, you know, you started doing this for me, period. But um, I have also seen you and just have tremendous experiences with some of the bulls. Every experience is great because I either get fucking phenomenal sex out of it or you and I get phenomenal sex out of it because like you're so turned on by it. The reclaiming is, the reclaiming's always hot, but sometimes it's like, fucking mind-blowing or we most importantly you get in and out you've never taken me to in and out that's because they're (sighs) if you did i would do this every night (laughs) oh that's the secret huh i get like el pollo loco mcdonald's if you took me to in and out i know i know and in and out takes forever and i'm starving by the time we're done i'm not gonna wait in a long line yeah and then that's when the fucking evil you comes out yeah you got the devil horns and everything when I get hangry, oof. But, oh gosh, if you put in and out on the line, I'd be fucking people every day. Just FYI. All right. If we got any future bulls listening right now. <laughs> if bring, you bring me in and out, you're in. Bring it and you can do whatever you want. <laughs> I'll let you put your animal style fries all over my body and eat them off. As long as you, like, get me some. <laughs> You would. You take that sauce, huh? And just be like, I would just right, be laying there eating fries while they're like licking it off of me. They can lick the sauce off of me, but I'll just be like, I'll just have a double double in my mouth or something. <laughs> You're so sexy, babe. I know. I know. You know, it's part of the hot wife thing. All my fantasies come true. In and out. Um, do we have any vacations? A hot wife vacations plan? That was a. Um, a recent question, I think I saw. Kinda. Um, not completely set in stone yet, but it looks like we may be traveling out to St. Louis here in January to collab with the sexy Erica Swings that was on our podcast a couple episodes ago. We are currently looking at flights, looking at hotels, in conversation with them um, as to what that would look like. So... We're hoping to make that one happen here pretty soon. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. It'll be a good time. I'm very excited. Um, Yeah, it sounds super fun. You know, I was just thinking today um, about it because we're, you know, we've all are in this group chat together, all four of us. And so that was kind of on my mind today and being out there and, you know, potentially collabing with them and and, uh, maybe some other people also while we're out there. And the fun in that and the, the excitement and the event is, you know, uh, that we're going out there for is awesome. But 
It's been a long time since just you and I have been on an airplane together. I know. I was I was actually thinking that too. Like I'm so excited to go out there with them and play with them. And this text is like already pretty hot as we're talking about like all the different things that we would like to do. And um, that gets me excited. But I was thinking the same thing. I was like, holy shit, we have not been on a vacation together like actually leave the state for a couple days in a very long time should be a great trip should be a great collab so keep your eyes out for that in january that'll be fun besides that though we've talked about events we're looking we would love to go to um pod bash this next year we would love to catch a um I mean, yeah, we've talked about cruises. Yeah. We've talked about going down to... All-inclusive. You know, Desire um, and some of the resorts down in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're kind of just looking at everything right now. You know, the stuff that Erica was talking about also, you know, and some of the events that they hold in Missouri and, and kind of down in the South area. Sophia um, mentioned There are a other podcasts, yeah. right? There are Room 77 and the events that they hold. Um, we're really looking at everything. Front porch swingers, they hold a bunch of events and I've heard theirs are amazing. Um, you know, and they're they're a little more local. Uh I think they're out in, in Vegas. Yeah. So check it out. Nothing planned. St. Louis is looking very promising. And then after that, who knows? We are looking at a couple of different things for this year. So we'll see. All of it really revolves around just, I mean, mostly the schedule right now. I just need to quit my job and go to events all the time. That's <laughs> that's yeah. where I'm at. Bring me with you. Yes, we I mean, I'll, I'll let other people borrow you and stuff like that, but I definitely just want to go for... For our time. For our time. I know. Oh, God. Can you imagine, like, we make it to where neither one of us need our day jobs anymore and we're just like... Okay, cool. Let's go to this event in Florida. Let's go to this event in Texas. Let's... <sighs> the life. Oh, that would be fun. It would be a really fun time. It's a lot of work. I mean, obviously, we've done the editing thing and just managing the social media stuff and scheduling everything and all that. It, it's all work, but... Um, but it's fun work. But it's awesome. Yeah. And then we're meeting people, and I mean, and we're so far, sex. everyone is so fun. <laughs> Everyone's so nice and uh, just happy. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's go have sex. Makes us happy. If that it was, boosts your endorphins. If this was my only job, like my job is to go like hot wife around and have sex and like turn you on by making videos and taking pictures. Like, are you kidding? Like, <laughs> that's ideal right there. Like, I'm in. So am I. Let's do it. Okay, so this, here was an interesting one that um, I can't remember where you said that this one came through, but it says, a few days before a date with a bull, do you still have sex with soccer dad or do you try to keep yourself kind of in need, so to speak, withhold it so that you're like, I need to get fucked? So I always try to have sex with soccer dad, like daily, you will hold out on me before a date sometimes. Like, I will try to get some and I will try to seduce you and you're like, nope, not till after. So it's not me that's like holding out. You hold out on me. Yeah. Because I think you like to see me like really fucking horny and needing it and wanting it when I go into these dates. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially like 
Well, yeah. And it's not every situation. I think that that happens, especially with the regular, you know, and just the frequency and stuff like that. So that was a, that was just because it was regular, it kind of, I think that's the exception, but for the most part, yes, that's a hundred percent accurate where I'll hold out. And, and there's, for, it's two reasons. It's because I also want to be like, okay, I'm building it up. I'm getting horny as fuck because I haven't had sex. I haven't like, and I'm just, I'm going to be rearing to go no matter what. But then knowing also, it's not like hands off or anything. We're still teasing the fuck out of each other. Sometimes and the teasing, I get my way and I tease yes. you enough that you're like, fuck. Yes, you do. And, and then, then I'm just like, some. all right, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do it. But that's kind of like a game. I try to see if I can like make you do it. <laughs> Mostly you win. Mostly I win. Um, but sometimes you hold out. But every time, yeah, every now and then I'll, I'll be successful. And when it finally does happen, it's usually and it does pay off there are times you've held out and i'm like oh okay like yeah i am needing it now and it's that much more fun but sometimes a girl can't wait sometimes i don't want to wait like you're we're in bed together how am i not gonna try and have sex with you yeah i i'm not a very patient person it is very hard to not be like okay we're going to fuck right now. But yeah. I'm, it is but yeah, hard. Some, it is hard. But yeah, sometimes we don't. We we do wait. Um, and it makes the date that much hotter for both of us. And then it makes the reclaiming that much hotter. Because now we haven't had sex in a few days. You just watched me have sex. You're fucking raring to go. I'm horny as hell knowing that I just had really good sex. And you, you're fucking into it. And so we do have like really good reclaiming sex after absolutely yeah and that's pretty much every single time whether whether or not i hold out or not you know i mean the reclaiming part of it has always been just amazing but it definitely is amplified when we're you know holding out for a couple days and what's funny is if you don't tell me you're holding out like i don't try to rape you but like when you're like, no, I'm not going to have sex with you. It becomes a competition for I'm you. like, oh, okay, you're not yeah, going to have sex this. with me? Oh, yeah, exactly. And immediately your ass comes out and it's I'm rubbing up on you. kryptonite. Yeah. And I'm rubbing up on you. Yeah, it's There's totally a competition. A, I don't know. I, I probably can't even count on one, on one hand completely or fill one hand with the times that I've actually been able to not. Yeah, it's not often. It's pretty rare. I know exactly how to get you there. You do. It doesn't take much. I just, yeah, like you said, I just pull my pants down, kind of rub my ass into you and, and game over. Yeah. Part of me gets pissed off sometimes that you do that <laughs> because I'm like, no, I really want to fucking try to hold out. And then you're like, uh-uh. No, well, here's then my don't ass. advertise here's that because you know I'm coming for it. I know. But I'm like, it's almost one of those like, hey, listen. Like I'm trying to tell you not to do it this time because I want to try this for once. And then I'm like, oh, okay. And then I just like take my pants off and bend over the bed and just wait there. Yeah. He, he or usually, we'll get he usually the, comes running. The spoon position when we're actually laying in bed and you'll just like stick your ass and like start grinding into me and stuff. I'm just like, what the fuck? I can't. <laughs> I have no control now. I know. I love it. 
Anyway, so yeah, we try, or I try at least. He tries to hold out on me. Sometimes I win, sometimes I don't. Rarely do I win. Like most things. Uh, what's your workout routine? Oh, okay. Um, so I wake up at an ungodly hour in the morning, like way before the sun comes up. Think like 3.30 a.m.-ish. Um, and I work out in the morning. I don't love it. I don't love waking up that early. Who does? Sometimes it's really hard, but it's literally the only time in the day I have between working and uh, mom life and wife life and hot wife life. So um, I lift weights three days a week. I do a full body lifting routine. Um, I follow the the glute guy. Um, Brett Contreras is known as like, the glute guy. He knows everything about asses. He has a program called Booty by Brett. I've been following Booty by Brett for five years now. He does wonders, man. My ass looks great and I credit most of it to him, but I do. I do a three full body lifting days and then I do two more like cardio-based days, sometimes three cardio-based days if it's been a really good week. One of those cardio days is usually a Peloton day, um, but it depends on the music. I pick my Peloton rides based on music, and I'll only ride with two instructors because I'm really fucking picky. So if Kendall or Alex doesn't have a good ride, I ain't getting on the bike. Those, <laughs> those are the only two I think you've ever ridden with. No. Kendall's hard as shit, so I like her because I like to push myself, and like... She gets down. She'll put on like some 2000s hip hop and I'm like, okay. And then Alex. And she's hot. And she's hot. She is really hot. And Alex is my boy. I fucking love him. The first time I ever took one of his rides, he was like, get your ass up out to third. And I was like, oh my God. I just fell in love. And like. I love just walking through the house when you're riding and and you're riding with, with, with Alex doing, you know, doing an Alex ride. Cause it's the volume's up. It's loud. And I hear him. And he's just and I'm yelling. Just cracking up because I know you're like, hell yes. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love him so much. Like, he just motivates and he, he yells. And oh, he's, yeah, those two are, are my people. So, uh, three full body lifting days. And I push myself really hard. Like, when I say lifting, I don't mean like, I'm sorry to say it, like beach body in my living room. Like, I've got barbells out there. I'm lifting super heavy shit. And then on my cardio days, I tend to keep it a little lighter. Cardio days are also booty days. Every day is a booty day. Got to work the ass every single day. You know, tits I can buy. And people sometimes don't like my big fake tits, but I do. (laughs) There's a person. One person. Um, But I love them. And I can buy those, but I, I mean, I guess I could buy an ass. I'm not going to, but I do work really hard on my booty because I want it to look good. I'm still blown away by ass implants. I know you, I don't know. I haven't studied them enough. No, but there are some ones out there that you're, you just look at and go, whoa, that is the equivalent to like, you know, I don't know how many CCs is like, (laughs) whoa, but like. Yeah. She's got two hot air balloons on her fucking chest. Like that's Ladies, you don't need ass implants. I'm telling you, follow the glute guy. Go find Brett Contreras. Booty by Brett. It's not just a booty program. 
Also, I'm not getting paid for this by any means. I just truly freaking love him and his program. Yeah, I mean, if he wants you to advertise for him, I'd be down. Are you kidding? Have you seen the girls? I have, the girls he works with, gorgeous. they put my ass to shame. Like, he would not even feature my ass on there. Yeah, I would agree with that. But I will say that they're also probably in their early 20s for the most yeah, part. Yeah, they're younger. But hey, based on what I, I started with, I, I had a flat ass. I'm when looking we met. at this wall right here going, there's more curves in this wall than your ass had when you first started. I had a very flat ass when we first met. And I, I feel like I put some shape on that thing. Uh, I didn't used to have two handfuls. I mean, you cannot keep your hands off of it ever. So it's doing something. It is definitely doing something. Yeah, there's it's it's got its own gravitational pull. I do though. I love working out. Even it, it sucks doing it so early in the morning. Sometimes I'm like, "Fuck this! What am I? What am I doing? I should just be lazy." You know, I'm gonna tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, because she might not say it right now, but three days of not working out, we have a raging biatch. Yeah, that's true. So it's a necessity. It has to happen. It's more for my mental health, really. I mean, yes, I like to to look good, but. It is. It's for my mental health and it makes me feel better. It makes me a nicer person. And I'm also just a very, very um, intrinsically motivated, self-disciplined person. So when I don't work out, I'm very hard on myself because I am very disciplined. Like I've been working out this early in the morning, five days a week for, I can't even tell you how many years now. Like it's just who I am. It's been before we met. Yeah, so... That was one of the things. That should have been a caution sign for me right off the bat. When, when I like, made oh, you... I wake up at this time, blah, blah, blah. I should have been, like, running for the fucking... You were like, I'm sorry, I am not a morning person. And now you get up with me. Well, I remember sometimes. when we were first dating, like, working out, waking my ass up super early, staying the night at your place. And before work, you'd have to wake up. I'm like, fuck this bitch. Are you kidding <laughs> me right now? But I was excited to do it. Yeah. And I Are you can't, still excited I to do it? I, you know, thank God you have an ass. <laughs> Literally, that's what you come in the gym for in the morning is to just like stare at me while I work out. Yeah. He does. Like, he'll just sit there. He'll do like three exercises, but then he's just like <laughs> staring at my ass the whole time. I love it. I'm I love it. extremely distracted. I love it so much. It's, it is my motivation. Like, I want to look good for you. I love that you think it's hot. So, yes, I want to continue to uh, to give you boners every time you look at me. But I do fucking despise waking up that early in the morning. It does suck. It's not for the week. People think I'm nuts when I tell them what time I wake up. But literally, I have no other time to get it in. And working out is that important to me. It really does make me a more sane balanced person and i'm an anxious person and so it helps balance my anxiety a little bit it just sets the tone for my day and i as much as i hate waking up i'm like okay as soon as you're done you get coffee you get coffee like that's that's my motivation yeah i, I think the discipline uh that's a trait that <laughs> i don't i like look at it and i admire it and I'm like damn i wish i had more of that but holy shit, I think you're fucking nuts. I just, I I am not a procrastinator. I am not someone that's like, it's fine, I'll do it tomorrow. Like, no, fuck that, I'll do it right now. So, I'm, like, I'm telling you right now, guys, like, 
we would go on family vacations and she'd load up. She'd be like, hey, can you grab, you know, <laughs> these dumbbells and a couple kettlebells and stuff like this? And I'd be looking at her like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, you want me to bring the fucking gym? I remember one time you got really mad at me. And I don't do this anymore, but like the kids were super little, really little, like really didn't even understand what Christmas was yet. And I got up super early one morning on Christmas day to work out. And you were like, are you fucking kidding me? You're going to work out on Christmas if these children get up and you're working out. And I was like, no, I promise I'll be done before they get up. And uh, now I can't do that because our kids are at like full blown Christmas is amazing ages and they wake up earlier than we do right now. But I do remember that was like the time when I was like, okay, maybe I need to throttle back when I'm worried about working out on Christmas morning. Yeah. I forgot about that until you mentioned it. Yeah. I don't do that anymore though. No, you don't. I, I have gotten better at resting and taking breaks. I used to work out seven days a week, but I'm getting old. <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah. And you've definitely kind of realized that balance is important for you and you, you just need to do it and you know. And lately, have... I mean, the last five years I've been more focused on building muscle more than anything. I used to work out to like be really thin, right? That was in for a while. Let's be really thin and... That's the look in the last five years. It's just put on muscle and I have my personal training cert. Like I know what it takes and I know in order to put on muscle and for your muscles to grow, they need to rest. So I've gotten a lot better with all that, I think. You have. And I think your body has changed too. You used to be a fucking stick. I know. You used to be, I wouldn't say lanky. Kind of. Or anything like that, but compared to you right now, like you have a curvier. You're curvier and you just look like tone. You get compliments all the time from, well, in public, 100% women. Yeah. Because obviously, if a guy's walked up and they're like, hey, your arms look great or whatever. Yeah, no, that doesn't happen. Um, But I notice it all the time, like mostly during the summertime because you wear. When I wear tank tops. Sleeveless shirts. Yeah. Um, or at the beach, you know, you've been asked multiple times, like, hey, do you work, like, you know, your workout routine or whatever, you've been asked by a lot of people. And that's ever since you've been lifting. Yeah. And it's hot. And it seems to be that people that follow you think the same thing. Well, I appreciate that. I work really hard for it. That's like, you know, some people are like, oh you know, lucky or jeans. Nope. I was a stick. Like I work really hard to look this way. I eat pretty well. Most of the time I meal plan every weekend for the week. Like do I splurge? Heck yeah. I love sweets and I'll go have Marg's and Mexican food with the best of them. But 90% of the time I watch what I eat. So that's so funny because <laughs> we're literally just talking about how you would bathe in a sea of in and out well but i would but that's what i mean i don't deprive myself <laughs> no you don't no you like absolutely don't eight i wouldn't even say 90 80 of the time i'm like on point with my food but that 20 percent, i go for it like if we go out somewhere i'm not worried about what i'm gonna order like i don't deprive myself of anything i eat what i want when i want but for the most part like yeah, the holidays, good. like, you know. Oh, I went to town on Thanksgiving. We splurged on Thanksgiving. We're going to do it again. And the, like, Christmas whole week of Thanksgiving, stuff. let's be real. Yeah, and and we do. And then, you know, we tighten it up after that. And and really, it's not it, it's not the whole season. 
No. You know? It's it, like a week. For you, it wasn't even that. You were like, okay, I'm done with Thanksgiving leftovers. It was the next day. I only had leftovers once. And I was yeah. like, nope, then back, back on my meals. Normal. And, yeah. you know, that's, I wasn't. I was back like, hell yeah, I'm going to eat this fucking cookie. <laughs> You know? I know you're like, aren't you gonna make cookies? I'm like, okay. I had such a craving. All of a sudden, I was like, oh my god, that sounds so good. We decorated for Christmas. I think that's what it was. Yeah, it was the day we decorated for Christmas. You were like, we need some chocolate chip cookies, and in it this cooled house. off a little bit. And yeah. actually felt like kind of, oh, all right. Yeah, the trees are changing color and everything, and so yeah, cookies sounded really good. Yeah, and they were. I must say too, we have a home gym, obviously. And as much as waking up sucks, you wake up because you get to watch me. And I wake up knowing that 90% of the time my workout ends in sex. Like, I'll be finishing up my workout. You know when I'm just about done. You disappear for a minute, come back with like a towel. And I'm like, okay, fuck yeah. I'm getting bent over this bench or this box, something. And then I get to start my morning with a workout and I get fucked, and now I'm in a really good mood for the day. You know, I will say, though, that there are only limited positions that we can do in the gym. It's really only bent over. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. It's kind of tough to do anything else, and, and you know, we just have a flat bench. It doesn't incline, but that's incline or anything. your favorite anyway. You love oh, bending really me is. over anything, like, so. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. It's, but for me, I'm like, fuck, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. As soon as I see you go inside, I know what you're going in for, so I just, like, assume the position. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. You just you know, walk out and you're like, okay, come on. Ass out, ready to go. So yeah, I, I get a good workout, get the adrenaline going, I get to have sex, and then I'm a much nicer person for the day. I try not to fall asleep on the ride to work because I'm like <laughs> beat fucking tired because it's three in the morning. you did two exercises and not so. It's mostly because I just woke up yeah. like as people are going to sleep. I know. That's it fucking nuts me. People are like, oh, I go to bed. My regular. He's like, oh, I go to bed at 2 a.m. I'm like, bro, I'm getting up then. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Normal people are going to bed I at 2. Parties. I used to go to bed at 2. It's it, it just completely makes sense to me. You know, Will Ferrell saying he's going to go to Home Depot. and <laughs> Bed, bath, and beyond. Yeah. He doesn't know if he's going to have time or anything Sounds like, like that. Sounds like a great but... day. <laughs> It really does. Yeah, that's that's when you know you become a little bit older than you think you are. <laughs> Fuck no. I actually hate both those stories. Like, I'd rather go get banged in an orgy. You like to get your wood somewhere else. That's right. Your lumber. That's right. I like to get my wood in my cock somewhere else that's not Home Depot. <laughs> uh, what size are those things that you got there under that shirt? My titties. Um, they are... 34 double D's. And what's funny is when, when I went to get them done, I only wanted C's. Uh, before kids, I was a, a good C. When you met me, I had great boobs. I was like a full C. They were great. But, you know, children tend to disrupt those. So they got very, very small. So I was like, okay, I just want to go back to a C. And I think the main reason is because once you're bigger than a C, the bras get ugly. It's true. When you're like, when you have smaller tits, the bras are so cute and lacy and flowery and designs. And then once you have huge tits, it's like, here's your black or tan parachute. Like, yeah, totally. Like, Even the Victoria's uh, Secret ones, I look at it and I'm just like, God damn. Yes. That's a fucking shit ton of fabric right there. So I was like, I just want to be a C. I still want to wear cute bras. 
And uh, we went in for my first consultation. And I think he only wanted to put like 310 cc's in me. I was like, and he was like, that should bring you to a C. And I was like, okay, perfect. Like, I like that doctor, but we went on a couple more consultations. And then the one that I ended up going with was like, I want to, so we went from 310 and he was like, I want to put like, I think it was something fucking nuts, like 430, I don't know, maybe not 480, but it was a drastic difference from 310. It was at least 430. And I was like, no, 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 I don't want huge tits. And he was like, well, you know, you can tell you work out. You're very broad. If you don't get them big enough, it's going to kind of look funny. They're not going to fit on your chest very well. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know about that big. But um, I trusted him. And you kind of were like, yeah, I agree with him. I mean, I should have known. Obviously, you just want me to have big titties. Well, hey, Doc, you think maybe uh, you can bump it up 100? <laughs> I should have known better. But you both talked me into going bigger. Um, I remember the first time after I got them and I went to buy new bras and they measured me and they were like, oh, you're a double D. And then they pointed me to like the black and tan parachutes. I don't know if you remember this, but I called you from the Victoria's Secret dressing room and I was bawling. <laughs> <laughs> I was a, bawling. Another time you were pretty pissed off at me. I was like, my tits are too big. I told you I don't want to wear ugly bras. I wish I never would have gotten them. Um, and now I love my boobs. I do. I, you know, we have one ex user that doesn't like my big fake tits, but I do. And when I see pictures, I do love my boobs. Um, they, they, they are a little big, but after the whole Victoria's Secret incident, I remember the first time I tried on lingerie with them and I was like, oh shit, these things are amazing. <laughs> like they look so good. You were feeling yourself. Oh big my time. God. Because I was used to like having boobs that didn't quite fill out lingerie after the kids. So once I had these tits that like I had cleavage in lingerie and they were like perky. Oh my God. I was like, I'm just going to wear lingerie everywhere. <laughs> Fuck yeah. these black and tan bras. I'm wearing lingerie yeah, everywhere. I'm still all about it. So go right ahead. But yes, I I do love my boobies. My 34 double Ds. Um, how do you, do you how many CCs was it? Four fifty. Does I remember? I don't remember what he. I think four fifty rings. Four fifty. Yeah, it rings a bell. It could be. They might be four fifties. Bigger than I wanted. I mean, first doctor said three ten, and we went from three ten to four fifty. Um. Sometimes I still do think, oh, maybe they're a little big. You know, maybe I should have gone a little smaller. I think mostly when I'm trying to be conservative for like kids functions, you can't hide these babies. So I'm like, oh, I should have gone smaller. But then, you know, I put on sexy lingerie and I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, these are nice. So I'm a fan. I know you love you love them. I do like the fake look, though. I mean, I I always have. I'm I'm more. I'm more partial to like the round perky look than the teardrop look. So do my tits look fake? Fuck yeah. I paid for them. I want them to look fake. <laughs> I do. I want my cleavage. I want them to look perky. I like boobs. I know you do. You like ass and boobs. Yeah. You haven't regretted these for a second. Nope. Maybe only the, that week you had to take care of me when they were, after they were done. Yeah, I don't, I mean... It was, I was pretty easy. I did. I just like loaded up on drugs and slept. <laughs> you slept the whole time. Slept it off. Yeah, and that was it. And uh, yeah, you're easy. I'm more of a fucking pain in the oh, ass. Oh, God, you're such a baby. <laughs> you are such a baby. 
I got a paper cut, babe. Oh my gosh. I'm fucking down and out. You definitely get like the man flu and like all the memes about babe, you men. don't even That's freaking you. know how it is. And oh, all the gosh. men out there can vouch for me. It is bad. It just hits us differently. <laughs> okay. It's like how it mixes with testosterone or something. Oh, okay. That's what it, it's scientifically proven. I had the flu and you were like gone for work and I was like taking care of children and trying to put them in bed and like running to the bathroom to throw up, yeah. like dying. Yeah. Don't give me your man flu bullshit. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Oh, it's rough. It is. Tell me about it's it. It's hard to be you. You, know, you get to stare at my ass, play with my boobs, and every once in a while you get a cold. Someone's got to do it. It's tough life. I know. Poor you, baby. Would you allow? <clears throat> would you allow soccer daddy to have a threesome with two other hot wives? Would you watch or allow him to have his own date? Oh, um, good question. Would I allow it? Yes. Would I want to be there? Also a yes. Um, we've talked about this. One of my boundaries is that I do want to be there for any interaction you have with another woman. You're comfortable like with my regular and people you're good with sending me and just getting it videotaped for your pleasure. But I, I definitely need to be there if you're going to play with someone else. That's been a hard rule for me from the beginning. Um so yeah, absolutely. I've thrown it out there. You know that you're allowed to. I think it's more that you just haven't really had the desire to. You aren't really super focused on like getting to be with other women. You enjoy watching me with other men more. But sure, you want some hot wives, babe? Go for it. I'll watch. It'll be hot. I'll probably join in too. Yeah, we didn't. Or, I mean, not we, but I didn't really have an interest in doing this stuff for any other reason than just the hot wife thing, really, you know? But it was also one of those things, like we talked about earlier, about you uh, kind of exploring new things and the group stuff and, you know, all the stuff we chatted about earlier. This is also one of those things, I think, for me, of I'm not opposed to it, but that's not why... My personal reason, my personal, you know, kink, so to speak, of why I want to do it, you know, or why we're, you know, kind of doing the the non-monogamy thing. It's not, it's not at the top of my list. And I'm getting what's at the top of my list right now. I think I would be sad if that was at the top of your list. Like, I know that sounds so hypocritical, but like. I don't know. I told you guys I'm mean. I'm aggressive. Well, but it's not hypocritical because the reason why I want to see you is for your reasons. It's for my yeah. reasons, right? And and if if you were like, hey, I want to see you go fuck other chicks. I mean, it, I wouldn't mind because it turned it. you on, yeah. and that's the reason why you were like, hey, babe, let's, I want. I got this fantasy in this and that. Then, well, yeah, it's me more doing it for you. And if that becomes the thing that you were so hot and bothered by, yeah, it could go to the top of the list. I mean, not going to lie. Sometimes when I masturbate and play with myself, that is like one of the images in my head is like watching you with another woman. And not that she's like cuckolding me and like talking shit, but almost just like, oh, look at your husband. He's so good. Like, 
that's one of my fantasies when I touch myself. So I think I would definitely be in for it. And especially in like a group situation, I would love to like, you know, while I'm getting fucked or whatever, looked over and see you getting pleasured or whatever it is. So he absolutely is allowed to. We get, I do see that question a lot. Like, is he allowed to play? Is he allowed to do this? He, absolutely. It just hasn't been at the top of his list to do. We did do a couple swap. I enjoyed watching you with another female. Um, I wasn't sure if I would, but, you know, it was kind of hot. So I think that's a good segue into the next question. And that was um, someone that had commented and basically said he's trying to figure out our our relationship. Like he doesn't understand. I saw this comment. It made me sad. Go ahead. And then <laughs> uh, I read it and I was like, okay, I get, I get you. I understand it. Um, but still trying to figure out you and soccer daddy's relationship. You talk a lot about your adventures and we know you love him, but we don't hear much about you guys sexually. Yeah. And, and that one made me really sad when I saw it. Cause I was like, what do you mean you don't get our relationship? Like that's my person. But the more I thought about it, I'm like, yeah, we don't spend a lot of time talking about our, our sex life because I feel like our sex life is so like, that's the norm. Like we have sex every day. And yeah, maybe we could talk about it more. Um, but this is called Adventures of a Hot Wife. So we tend to focus more on the hot wife thing. Um, yeah, I, I think, I mean, whatever, I'll talk about it. I don't, I, that's not anything. I mean, we that, have a fucking amazing sex life. But that's the thing. It would be so routine in a sense. Like, well, if we continue to talk about our sex life, like, well, what did we do last night or whatever? It's all just like, it's it's almost an expectation that, you know, I, I'm sometimes I'm not here. I travel for work, you know, so I'm gone for whatever periods of time. And it's expected when I'm at home, like we just, we have sex every day. And sometimes it's just in bed right before we go to bed. And it's, you know, that routine, quote unquote, parent sex, parent sex, you know, where it's just like, Hey, let's knock out a quickie and be done and go to sleep. And, and sometimes it. you're like, I need you right now. Go in the laundry room. And you've been <laughs> over the fucking washing that. machine. Um, you know, sometimes. sometimes we play with ropes. Sometimes yeah. we play with restraints on our bed. Sometimes it's a long and drawn out thing. You know, sometimes, sometimes we'll fuck in the middle of the day if we're home on a weekend or something like that. And we won't, like, I won't come. Yeah. And then, we'll, like, I'll see you down in the laundry room and I'll just bend you over for a little bit and then I won't come. And I'll just edge myself throughout the whole day. And then at night. And so it's an all day thing. Yeah. You know? Um, and then sometimes it's like, no, I need you right now. Bend over. Like, Sometimes yeah. it's a romantic thing where we turn the lights out, take a bath and a candle, and yes. we just, you know, have a more romantic evening and those sorts of things. But it's all just... It's it's norm. Like, it's norm. that is our norm. It's not like, oh, we had sex last night. Like, yeah. So to <laughs> us, it's not, it's not like anything we would even think about sharing because it's not like the, ooh, you know, the taboo side of things or like, like let me tell like you about hot this wife hot is. wife date. Yeah. And, you know, so... Like the other night, I was taking pictures for, for OnlyFans. I had some some cute little like Santa outfits on. And you were just like, you just put the camera down and you're like, we're done with pictures. Like, I'm going to fuck you now. Like, Yeah, because I'm sitting here like taking pictures and doing a little short videos. And it was hot. And you had, I mean, you're bent over with your fucking ass in my face. Like, what do you expect me to do? Again, we talked about it. That's my kryptonite. Well, and let me let me be clear on one thing. Like, 
you were constantly touching me. Like you grope me all day long. Like we always joke like, oh, our poor children. Because if you've seen those memes where it's like your relationship, you're only really in love if you have to like cover your ass every time you bend over, walk up the stairs. That is my life. Like if I bend over in front of you, if I walk in front of you, um, like you will touch me every chance you get. And I love that so much because like I said, I want to turn you on forever. I want you to get a boner every time you look at me. I want you to want to fuck me every single time you lay eyes on me. And so I love it. I love that you cannot physically walk by me without grabbing my ass or my tit or if I'm bent over, you're going to come behind me and like hump me. Like I live for that. <laughs> that is our relationship. Yeah. And there's, I mean, it, yeah, literally is. That's it. That's a peek inside of my day. And I think people don't see that side of us because you don't enjoy being on the other side of the camera. You like doing the filming. You don't necessarily want to be filmed. And so they, they don't get to see that side. Every once in a while we'll do like very short videos and like, that's your cock. Yeah. <laughs> but people I'm, don't know that. And I'm just holding, like I'm holding it. It's like a, my point of view. Yeah. You know, and it's that type of, of thing. And, um, but again, it's also not like, I don't want to hold the camera every fucking time. You want to just focus in on what we're doing. Yeah. Like I want to enjoy my moment and not worry about all the other stuff. And, and that's happened before too. Like we talked about way early in this podcast about, um, the previous alias and we weren't doing the hot wife thing then. And it was just like right during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would only film and I'd set up cameras and stuff like that, but it became such a pain in the ass for me to focus on that and then be, you know, the stunt cock, so to speak. Yeah. When we're filming content that I, I kind of fell out of the moment Yeah. on a few occasions and fuck that. I'm not, I'm going to, I'm going to watch you have sex with other people now though. <laughs> well, no, and I, I, that's exactly how it led to it because yeah, stunt cock's a good way to put it, but like we were just filming us having sex, but you were worried about lighting and camera angles and kind of got drug out of the moment with me to focus on that stuff. And so you were kind of like, fuck this. I'd rather just be behind here and watch it because then I really get to still enjoy it, you know, without worrying about both sides. And so, yeah, it made me sad when I saw that question because I'm like, I want everyone to know how fucking awesome our relationship is and how much I love you. And what do you mean you don't understand us? Like, this is my person. But I'm like, okay, yeah, I get that. We don't really talk about our sex life much and you're not ever in front of the camera like other hot wives will have videos of like yeah they're fucking other dudes but then they'll have videos fucking their husbands as well yeah and a but, lot of them too their husbands are in it and they've right, got their and own accounts doing it, and they're doing their own but thing that's too. not you no it's so. just not me uh, but and again this is why i got into it because from day one you know when we talked about the dream i was like babe i got at this dream and i was watching you and another guy i was the voyeur that's really the beginning of it. And that's kind of where uh, it's just not an interest of mine. Even if I wasn't worried about all the cameras and setting everything up and whatever, I think there's a content creation side of things. But if we got rid of all that, I still want a camera there because I just like watching you. Now, let's say that we that we didn't have cameras and we were with other people. Would you be more apt to jump in? I, I Maybe. Okay. Maybe. We've, again, I mean, we've talked about this and you're like, eh, and we have, still... but I, you know, and I think that's kind of, I think that's driven by the scenario. How yeah. many people are there? 
Um, you know, obviously comfort level and all that. Are you into side. them? And- right. That, you know, assuming everything is great and I'm like, hey, there's a physical attraction there. We all get along and all that's going well. Um, if that wasn't, I don't think it would ever be a consideration to begin with. But assuming all that was, you know, good, I, I don't know. I think it would have to be kind of a case-by-case scenario. And I think that's why when we show up to these things, I always put the expectation out there to everyone else. Like, hey, if you guys, and primarily it's been guys that you're with. And so sometimes the question gets brought up of, hey, the threesome thing, the male-female-male thing. And I always tell them, I'm all, hey, it's really up to you and your comfort level. If it's something you want to do, I'll do it. But for me, I personally just enjoy watching. Every now and then I'll jump in. You've jumped in a couple times. And and there's a comfort level. Very rarely will I do it with the first time Mm -mm. that you're with someone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why why it cracks me up when people are like, well, is you do all this? Is he allowed to do this? I'm like, he doesn't want to do it. (laughs) Like, trust me, it's not me holding him back. Like, I I wouldn't be that big of a bitch where I'm like, hey, I'm going to fuck all these people. But you absolutely cannot. It's just not your kink. Your kink is to watch me. And so that's kind of what it turned into. And then in this podcast, we focused on those, the hot wifing aspects. So yeah, we've kind of taken our sex life and personal life out of it. But please know, we have amazing sex. He is my person. I love him more than anything. That's our relationship. (laughs) I think if like Kate Beckinsale or... Um, Mila Kunis, that's your yeah. that's your girl. Then put the fucking cameras up. You'd go for it. I'm in. I'm, so no if questions. you look like Kate Beckinsale or Mila Kunis, <laughs> he's in. Or if anyone has come connections, yeah. If you got connections to either one of them, I just, I gotta come up with my top five. Your top my five top changes. five is so fucked up. I don't you, even. You know. don't even know half the time who you're into. I, I, you know, I said Kate Beckinsale because I saw a picture of her on. That was the first time I've ever heard you mention her ever. Oh no, she is so hot. I I haven't seen her. I mean, Austin Powers, obviously, she was in in that and a bunch of other movies around that time. Wasn't she in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies? Wasn't that her? No. Oh. Um. Yeah, she's at the top of the list for sure. Okay, Definitely she's top at the five. top now. Mila Kunis has been the in top, there for a she's, while. She's at she's top five. Carrie Underwood was on your list for a while. Yeah, I don't think she is anymore. You tried to steal my trick for a while. I was like, no. Um, what's her name? Oh, gosh. Ah, why am I trying to blank? It's Sloane from, from Entourage. Um, yeah. Emmanuel Shariki. Yeah, she's hot. Oh, she's so hot. That's my number one female. And then you tried to like jump on that for a minute. I'm like, no. All Get right. Your so own. that's going to be number one now. Because then if I could jump in with both of you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm in. Let's put that on the camera. Okay, deal. But I'd have to sit back and just enjoy you two because I know how hot you think she is. Oh, she's so hot. That would be fun. All right. Hey, Christmas is coming up, everyone. If anyone has connections to any of the <laughs> aforementioned individuals, please let us know. Merry Christmas to us. Let's put a Christmas video out for you guys and that'll be it. All right. Do we have any other questions from the peanut gallery? I think that was it. Some Those are some random ones. But yeah, ones we get all the time. Like, do you play soccer? I, I giggle every time I see that question. And then this one about like not understanding our relationship. I was like, we definitely need to address that. Because I don't think I get on here enough and like 
praise you for everything that you do in this. Like, yeah, you should because it's for you. But also like you do all the vetting and the editing and like really my schedule and, and all this. Like it would not be possible without you. And just like in life in general, I am a little bit of an anxious Betty and a little spastic. Like those of those are friends that are around us. Like they only have to be around us for like five minutes to see what it is that we have and what we do for each other. You like ground me and keep me like sane and I keep you from like being a complete recluse <laughs> and hating everyone. Yeah, pretty much. I do. I'm not a big fan of people. I know. Even, I mean, my mom has said that since we've been together. She's like, I'm pretty sure you're the only person in the whole world he likes. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. So, you yeah. know, I like that. I'll yeah. take it. And that's why I'm willing to do just about anything for you, including slip myself around in the hot wife world, which it's a hard job, but someone's got to do it. So there you go. That's the recipe. For all the people that ask questions about or make comments about, oh, hey, we're, you know, I want to make a, uh, um, talk to my wife about doing it. It's always been a thought of mine or fantasy and this and that, and they just haven't talked to them. Man, you just got to make sure that we're at that level right there that you just talked about. And your wife or significant other will do anything. Hey, the saying is true. Happy wife, happy life. You go above and beyond to make me happy. So I will do just about anything for you. So when you approach me about hot wifing, first I told you to go fuck yourself. But then I was like, no, man, I have the best husband in the world. Like if this is his kink and what he wants to see, we're going to fucking do it. And here we are. We're doing it. You're doing it. I'm doing it a lot. Yes, You're doing you it sometimes. Yep. But we are doing it a lot together. We are doing for it. For those that we're We are wondering. doing it all the time together. So, um, okay. So that's all we had today. Those were our most commonly asked questions. Yeah, I think so. I mean. All right. But I loved it. Yeah. Keep sending questions like that in. and. Oh, I love doing these Q&A sessions because it's like what you guys want to know. And we started this podcast to like talk about the hot wifing thing and answer questions about it and get it out there and make it more normalized for lack of a better word like we want people to see it's okay to like pursue your kinks so we are more than happy to ask questions we're we're kind of an open book except uh with who we are <laughs> open book except you cannot see my face or know my name or anything like that but hey anything else let's do it so uh we appreciate all the questions always happy to answer them these are always a good time and these are just our experiences like we literally have been sending messages to other people that we're are, asking questions too 100 we're asking questions about you know to two other people that have been in this lifestyle for for much longer than we have again it's only been a year a little over a year you know so we are learning every day and a lot of people have reached out to us and hey tell us about this how do you feel about that or what was your experience with this we're doing the same thing yeah, like, absolutely. Again, going back to normalizing this whole thing. Like we're Let's just all, all talk kind of learning it. together and figuring it out and keep the conversation alive. It's sex, good. Sex is amazing. Let's explore it. Let's talk about it. Let's make everyone feel comfortable with it. So we appreciate all the questions. As always, appreciate you guys listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode and 
we'll be back shortly with another one. So keep tuned in. Don't forget to follow. A lot of people are asking, well, where do I follow you? Um, OnlyFans, sexy soccer mom with three X's. You know I'm kinky like that. Same name on um, X as well. So please uh, follow. See what we have in store. 25 days till Christmas is coming up. We've got some fun stuff coming. Couple dates on the horizon. Make sure you're following so you get to see all the hot, naughty stuff. I'm definitely on Santa's naughty list this year. Have a good night, guys. Thanks for listening. And as always, keep fucking. Keep fucking.